This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro. Welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro. This show is all about helping you, our listeners, the people of Ohio, better understand the issues concerning their wealth. And when we talk wealth, we're not just talking about money. A lot of times we're talking about your personal well-being, your spiritual well-being, and ultimately your ability just to enjoy life as you get through. And I always say wealth doesn't buy happiness. Money doesn't buy happiness. It just, just buys options for people out there. Uh, and given the world and how crazy it is out there, we like to try and relate these big topics back to the state of Ohio, to the people of Ohio, so you can understand how the issues are affecting you here and give you a little different perspective on maybe how you should approach some of these more complicated issues when it comes to your wealth. And with me, as always, this week, I've got Mr. Tony Shore. Uh, Tony's been been doing this for quite a long while. He's done many shows all across the country on different financial topics, and he's been a great resource here for the show as well too. How are you doing this week, Tony? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show today. Uh, I really appreciate it, Robert, and I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, you know, I had a great week last week. You know, the weather is getting a little bit better anyway, so got mm-hmm. out, got outside a little bit, but keeping busy like yourself. I know you've been really busy lately, haven't you? Oh, they keep me busy, you know, between (laughs) what we do with our charitable events, what we do at the company, doing this show as well, too. So, uh, yeah, I I keep busy. I keep active and uh, it keeps me engaged. You know, I I can't really be one to sit around. Yeah, well, exactly. And I, I know how that is. But you know, I know financially so many people are concerned about so much. I mean, it's tax Mm -hmm. season. So people are thinking about taxes. The Fed just raised the interest rates uh, a quarter mm-hmm. of a percent last week. So, you know, and of course, we still have the war in the Ukraine and supply chain issues and the market volatility and inflation. Uh, it's just a, a never ending barrage of hits to the financial community, right? I mean, think about that for a second, though. You just listed all of those things, and and you didn't even mention pandemic in there anymore, or anything no, like that, I, right? I you didn't. know, like fingers COVID, crossed. COVID's though. all the way back, and you know, the back door of a lot of people's minds now as well, too. And in some ways, I think that's a good thing. But obviously, there's there's good and bad in everything, right? But uh, you know, realistically, there's just so much going on in the world, uh, and in the United States, and in Ohio, that people need to pay attention to. And you're Right. It is tax season. People have been looking at their taxes. Hopefully you're already done. But tax time is a time for learning. Believe it or not, you know, most people, they just drop their statements off, drop their 1099s or W-2s off to a tax preparer. They wait a few weeks. The preparer calls them. They go pick up their taxes and find out if they owe money or are getting a refund. That's that's the experience most people have. But realistically, this is the time where you should be learning. I mean, this is a deep dive into your finances for the the year and saying, hey, how can I make my taxes better for myself? Like, how can I make them more efficient? Should I be saving in a different way? 
than what I currently am. Right. You know, a lot of people are talking about, should I be making contributions into my traditional IRAs or my Roth IRAs? And same thing with 401ks. You have the pre-tax and you have the Roth options for a lot of them out there. Same right. sort of logic applies here, whether you're doing one or the other, just slightly different rules. But for today's conversation, uh, one of the main topics that people have been talking about for the last several years has been Roth conversions. And so I wanted to talk about that this week a little bit. And, uh, you know, we actually found a great article online from Horse's Mouth. Now we uh, put all these resources out there in our weekly, uh, you know, show notes. So whenever you call and get added to our email list, uh, we you get an email every week kind of giving you the resources that we talk about the show, some of our talking points uh, as well too, and just clips of the articles. Uh, that way you know where our information is coming from. And Horse's Mouth is actually a, a, a group of financial professionals, tax professionals that got together and uh, have started sharing information resources out there uh, to help people better understand some of these more complicated topics. So they did a great article on eight reasons not to do a Roth conversion. So I wanted to talk about those reasons today, but uh, I understand for most of our listeners out there, Tony, that you know, they, they, they don't even know what a Roth conversion is, right? Like they, what is this? Why do I care? What, what, what's the reason behind it and all that? So just so you understand, there are uh, your traditional IRAs and there are your Roth IRAs. When you are putting into a traditional IRA, you are getting a tax deduction right away. So what that means is for every dollar you put in your IRA, your income goes down by $1 and you don't have to pay taxes on that dollar, okay? But later in life when you spend the money, all the money that you spend will be taxable at that time because you haven't paid any taxes on it. So that's a traditional IRA. Don't want to pay the taxes now, willing to pay the taxes later. And hopefully when you retire, taxes are lower and you'll be able to spend that money at a lower rate. That's that's the idea with your regular traditional IRAs or your pre-tax 401k uh, type options. Now, your Roth options, you know, you decide, you know what, I'm just going to pay the taxes now. I, you know, I, I feel like this is the best rate I'm probably ever going to be at. Let me just go ahead and pay those taxes now and I'll sure. allow the money to grow. And years from now, when you withdraw that money, uh, you have the ability to withdraw it all tax free. Yeah, you, you don't paid. even have to pay taxes on the growth uh, or mm -hmm. the principal. And taxes are on sale right now, right? Yeah. And that's why people have been talking about these, because when uh, the Trump tax code came in back at the end of 2017, uh, everybody there, you know, was like, hey, these are the lowest rates you, you're going to see. Uh, you, you should be taking advantage of them. But the problem is, while people have been taking advantage of some things, other people have been getting taken advantage of without even realizing it. And this is why understanding and learning these things now is so important for everybody out there. So what do I mean by that? So whether you're dealing with traditional IRA or Roth IRA, uh, the goal, the, the question is, are you paying more taxes now or will you be paying more taxes in the future? And most of you out there are probably saying, I don't know how to, you know, I don't know. How am I supposed to know this, Robert? Well, this is why you meet with professionals. You know, we know how to estimate these things. In fact, we have great softwares, especially if you're someone who's thinking of retiring in the next few years, we can go through and break down your current taxes, but also give you a rough estimate of what your taxes will look like if you retire in a couple of years. So you can get a good comparison, at least a good forecast of, you know, what the differences are. Knowing that if you know whether you're paying higher or later or high, higher or lower later, then realistically it tells you how you should be saving now. Okay. 
why is that important, Robert? Well, let's just say, like, would you, let's say a store was uh, offering a, a sale or something along those lines, and the store was uh, offering you, if you put something on layaway now, they'll, 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 they'll knock 12% off, but through the interest that they charge you, you know, by putting it on layaway, you end up paying 18% more, right? Like, would you save 12 now to pay 18 later? Right, like, why would I want to pay more later? You know, I, realistically, I want the lowest price I can get for it. So when your taxes go up, in a lot of ways, uh, your your all the gains, or at least a large chunk of the gains that you've made from growing your money, you just decided ah, I'd rather give most of that away to the government. In fact, we did a, a study where we just said look at a five year period. So like, say you're sixty, planning on retiring at sixty five, and you're putting in your, your money into your pre tax account. Well, you know, if if you pay a lower rate when you retire, yes, you are definitely making money and it makes sense to go pre-tax. If you are paying the same rate when you retire five years from now, it's a wash. Whether you put the money in there or not, you're not really getting any benefit from it. If you are paying a higher rate when you retire, you are losing money by putting it into your pre-tax account and giving more money away to the government and actually taking money out of your pocket when you think you're saving money. So this is why it's so important to know when, where, how, and understand taxes. And if you're using a tax professional like a CPA, like I'm not a CPA, I work with several CPAs, talk to them pretty regularly. Uh, I've got a pretty good grasp on these things, but even I would tell you, you should talk to a CPA with some of these questions. Um, you know, it, it, this is the time to be picking their brain. Should I be doing this? What if I change certain things? Now, your CPA may be able to help you figure out this year's taxes, but they're going to have a harder time figuring out what your taxes will be three or five years from now, okay? Because they may not have all your financial information, your social security, pensions, you know, all that information. They may not have it. Normally, your financial person has that. This is why it's so important to work with a CPA, a financial person, and even an attorney. You know, if you have those three people on your side and they can talk to each other and network, it gives you a lot of strategic advantages throughout life. So this is what we try and do when we work with people is get in touch with their CPAs and their lawyers so that way everybody's on the same page. So in any case, you do Roth conversions. A Roth conversion is where you take the money out of your traditional IRA, you pay the taxes on it now because you feel this is the lowest rate you're going to pay, and then you move it into your Roth IRA where it can now grow tax-free and the interest can go tax -free, grow tax-free as well. So many people start saying, well, why would I want to pay more taxes now? That doesn't make sense, Robert. I want less taxes now. Uh, so you're thinking about it all wrong. You got to be looking at it as no matter what, in your IRAs and your pre-tax money, there is a debt to, the, to Uncle Sam. You know, the federal government, you owe them money. There's taxes that you said you don't want to pay now. You will pay those taxes later. So you owe the federal government money. And it, for every $100,000 you have in this position, uh, look at it like you owe probably anywhere from fifteen dollars to $20,000 in taxes. If you do effective planning, maybe you're only paying ten dollars to $13,000 instead and saving that money every single year. So getting back into it, People who feel they're in a lower rate now, they pay the taxes on it now, move the Roth IRA, and then it grows tax-free, and you have the ability to spend it later tax-free. There's some rules and things you want to be aware of in there, but that's the general gist of it uh, with it. So through that, a lot of people are converting. And I found if you asked me a couple years ago, I'd be like, oh yeah, most people, if not everybody, should be doing Roth conversions. But 
even as you go through and you learn more, I, like I'd say right now, about one out of every three people I meet with, I say, mm, you shouldn't be doing Roth conversions. I know it's it's the hot topic and a lot of people are pushing it, but given your circumstances, I don't think it makes sense. And let me show you the numbers that support why I believe this, right? Got to have something backing up your opinion. Otherwise, it's just, you know, an opinion, right? So, we look at all these things and start trying to figure out the reasons where and why. And a lot of it has to do with your specific circumstances. How much is your social security? Do you have a pension and how much is it? Uh, you know, are you married? Are you single? Cause it's different tax rates there. Uh, all these things play in there. How much income do you need when you retire and how much are you going to be forced to spend from your taxable money? All of these let you know, okay, where are you going to fall tax wise when you retire? Uh, then you have a little bit of guessing game, right, Tony? Cause the, uh, the Trump tax code expires at the end of 2025. Right. So, right. So, so is it going to expire It's a limited time offer, right? <laughs> yeah. So this is getting everybody to act quickly. But I can tell yeah. you, lots of people I'm meeting with, they're, they're contributing at a discounted rate. Like it used to be a 15% tax bracket. Now it's a 12% bracket. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that are putting in are saving 12%. And when they retire, they're going to be drawing it out at a 15% tax rate if the Trump's tax code expires. Then if you add social security, because we talked about it last week on the show, you can always go to myprismwealth.com and check out the radio page to see last week's show. But we talked about when social security becomes taxable. So when social security becomes taxable and you're already paying other taxes from your pension and other things, it gets really expensive drawing out your traditional IRA money or your 401k in retirement. So you need to work with someone who can help you understand these things, help you put the pieces together. We call it our clear retirement solution. And it's a complimentary process that we walk you through when you come meet with me in either my Worcester or my Wadsworth office. Uh, but if you're looking to start figuring out where you stand in terms of retirement and how ready you are for retiring, then you definitely want to start this process as soon as possible. And all you need to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. Uh, it's usually the weekend when you're hearing this. So if you call and we're not available, leave a message. We'll call you back Monday morning. But We'll be back in just a few more minutes with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. When you think of a puzzle, what would you say is the most important piece? A corner? A side piece? I would argue that the most important piece of a puzzle is the picture on the box. And the same can be said for your retirement. Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management would love to show you your retirement picture. For more information, call 330-804-0123 or visit his website at wealthofohio.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, Robert Dodaro. And Robert, great show so far. Now, we're talking about Roth conversions a bit, Roth IRAs. Uh, there's a lot to digest here. Uh, mm -hmm. But let's talk about some reasons why you should or shouldn't do a Roth conversion. You know, I hear a lot of financial advisors touting the fact, uh, you know, and as you did in the first segment, there are some great benefits to Roth IRA conversions, but there may be, it might not be for everybody is what you're saying, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it depends on, it, it does entirely depend on your circumstances. Sure. Uh, so as, as we mentioned, and I think going through these eight reasons uh, in this article that we found will kind of help people better understand why it depends on your circumstances. So they gave lots of reasons. And, you know, the, the first one was, you know, you may not want to do a Roth conversion if you think your tax bracket's going to be lower in future years. Well, we covered that in the first segment, how, you know, basically if you are paying a higher rate later, it means that most of the gains, most of the interest that you earned while you were saving the money goes away, right? It goes to Uncle Sam in the form of taxes. So you want to be mindful of that and you want to be aware of it, especially when there's a good chance that in 2026 rates do go up, right? If they don't, if they don't expend, extend the tax rates for individuals in 2026, you're looking at higher rates. So if rates go up, you're actually losing money by saving in your 401ks and IRAs. And doing a Roth conversion now, if you think that if you if you think that you're going to be in a lower rate in the future, what that means is you're let's say let's say you're in the 22% tax bracket now, but when you retire, you know you're going to be in the 12% bracket or even the 15% bracket. Okay. Well, I'd rather save 22% now and pay 15% later right? Like that, that's saving, that's putting money in your pocket. That's a 7% difference towards your pocket right there as well too. So if you're paying a lower rate in the future, you know, a lot of times it's just wait, keep putting into your traditional IRA at that time. And then later you can start doing Roth conversions as well. Uh, what was the, what was the second reason there, Tony? Well, yeah. And the second reason, I guess, if you don't have the cash to pay the tax on the conversion, because when you convert to a Roth, You've got to pay the taxes, right? Yeah. And you have the option of taking the taxes out of the Roth conversion. And uh, we have a calculator that allows us to play out both scenarios where if you pay the taxes from the conversion or if you just take the money from your bank account and pay the taxes. But sometimes the tax bill is pretty hefty and you may not have that money in the bank to cover the tax bill. Uh, So it is true that if you can pay the taxes with money from someplace else, like out of your bank account, rather than withholding it, it does make you more money over the lifetime of you, you know, because you got to think about it. The money in your bank account earns interest. You have to pay taxes on the interest it's earning. That's why sure. every year you get that 1099 saying you made $3.45 <laughs> worth of interest last year and Woo-hoo. you got to pay taxes on it, right? <laughs> yeah. Same sort of logic. But when you get a Roth IRA, you don't get that 1099 every year and you have the ability to spend it in future years tax free as well, too. So it's very the more money you can have in your Roth account, the better. So you want to be draining the other accounts before you look at draining the Roth account. So, yeah, but that's not having the money isn't a reason not to do it. It's just a benefit if you can do it, I would say, uh, in there. But it all depends on the numbers, too. Yeah. Uh, You know, so. Let's see. Oh, this this goes into the the five-year rule. So number three, the five-year rule, right? This is where I talked about there's some restrictions, some things you want to be aware of with the Roth conversion. So when your money is growing tax-deferred and tax-free in a Roth IRA, it means as it's growing, you don't have to pay the taxes on it. And later when you spend it, you get to spend it tax-free. However, the government does put a five-year clock on every deposit that goes in your Roth IRA, whether it is a contribution, or a conversion. Okay, two different things there, but both of them, the five-year rule applies from the date of deposit. So it's not like if you opened a Roth IRA five years ago and you add money in year four, the the first five-year clock applies. No, 
that new deposit in year four has its own five-year clock put on it. And basically what the five-year clock says is that if you spend any interest that this money earns in the first five years, you will have to pay taxes on that interest, okay? So where people get confused is they think that means that you cannot touch the money in the next five years. That is not what the five-year rule says. So Roth IRAs are first in, first out, And what that means is the first money you deposit is the first money you withdraw. So if you did, say, a a conversion of $30,000 where you put $30,000 in your Roth IRA and you let it grow and say over three years, it's now $35,000 and you need $20,000 out of the account. Well, the first $30,000, you already paid the taxes on that. So you don't owe taxes on that money when you withdraw it. So when you take $20,000 out, they're going to give you that $20,000 from your initial $30,000. Okay, so it's tax free only when you spend more than thirty thousand dollars out of that account. Have you violated the five year rule, in which case you just owe taxes on the interest only. Okay, same rule applies if you're under the age of fifty nine and a half. If you take any interest out before age fifty nine and a half, there is a 10 percent penalty on that in addition uh, to the taxes if you're taking that withdrawal within the first five years. So you want to be aware of these rules. And again, this is why you work with professionals. This is why you work with people who understand these things to let you know when to do things, when not to do things, and when to you know prevent yourself from making a very expensive mistake in the future as well, too. But yeah, if you need the money in the next five years, you doesn't mean that you shouldn't do the Roth conversion again. It just decreases the odds that you should do the Roth conversion. Ultimately, we can run calculations to see which way profits you more uh, and make those assumptions off of there. But it's a higher degree of odds that you should not do the Roth conversion if it's money you need in the next five years, I'll just say. Well, sure. And uh, that that makes sense. Uh, Liquidity Mm -hmm. is always an issue and it depends on every person's personal situation on whether they need the liquidity or not. Uh, And I know the next reason uh, is interesting. Obviously, uh, what if you plan to leave your IRA to a charity? Then you don't need to do a Roth conversion, right? And that's true too. Like, I mean, when you leave it to a charity, the charity inherits it tax-free. So if you took the money out and paid the taxes on it to move it to a Roth IRA to make it tax-free, that doesn't benefit the charity. That actually hurts the charity because there's less money in the account. The taxes right. have been paid, right? right? You know, So they yeah, lose out on that. Sense. The only reason, the only exception I would say on this rule is, again, it depends on the dollar amounts and the size of the accounts that you're trying to leave as well, too, because you don't know if you're going to need that money or not. And if you need it and you can get it tax free, it's like, yes, I would like it to go to charity when I die. But if I need it while I'm alive, I plan on using it. Right. If that's the situation, then, okay, maybe you're still doing some Roth conversions in there as well, too. Sure. Sure. And and that makes perfect sense. So what's next? So, you know, this is where tax planning got more complicated. And this happened back at the end of 2019 when they changed inheritance rules. So it used to be that, you know, when you were doing tax planning and for tax efficient strategies on people, uh, you would be looking at 
okay, what are their rates while they're married? And then what are their rates after one of them die? Which is complicated enough to figure out, right? Uh, but because of the way that they change the inherited IRA rules for when people die, so when you and your spouse die and the kids inherit the money, they changed those rules a couple of years ago. I don't, I don't have time to get into it on this show, but there's plenty of shows we've done in the past on this. Remember, you can always go to myprismwealth.com, check out the radio link, and you'll see the shows and past shows where you can click on these things. But now when your kids inherit the money, they have to spend the money within 10 years and pay the taxes on it within 10 years. And in a lot of cases, your kids may be earning a lot of money right now. And when you die, they could be earning even more and paying even higher taxes, you know, with it as well. But in some cases, your kids may not be doing as well as you. And when you leave it to them, they may not be paying as much taxes as you would. In which case, why would you pay the higher rate now to avoid them paying a low, uh, you know, or why would you pay a lower rate now to avoid them paying the uh, higher rate later? Or I think I have that backwards. Why would you pay the higher rate now to avoid them paying the lower rate later? See, even this gets confusing for professionals <laughs> out there uh, with it as well. All this higher, lower stuff. It does. But, you, you have to be able to look at not only your taxes while you're married, your taxes after one of you are gone, but also your kids' taxes to form an effective strategy. And if you're not already doing these things, there are advisors out there can help you. We do this as part of the Clear Retirement Solution. This is our process where we look at all five key areas of retirement planning. When you look at income planning, investment planning, uh, tax efficient strategies, health care, and legacy planning, the average Ohioan has around $450,000 worth of retirements savings by the time that they retire. So when you look at that and you look at the amount of taxes that are on there, you could easily have about $75,000 worth of taxes inside your account there. How do you pay those taxes off efficiently and make it to where the government doesn't get more than $75,000? That's the purpose of this planning. And that's why you do these things. But I know we got to, we got to burn through some of these. So, uh, their sixth reason was if your estate's not large enough. And honestly, I don't agree with that. Obviously, if you have a large estate, tax planning becomes more beneficial for you and it saves you more, a lot more money. But what I've noticed even with my lower income clients, my clients who don't have as much money saved, is that every year they have the ability to do Roth conversions where they can take money out of their IRAs tax-free and move it into their Roth IRA. And that's that's having your cake and eating it too, right? Like getting my taxable money tax-free and moving it to an account that grows tax-free forever, you know, kind of thing. That's that's a pretty sweet deal when, when you look at it as well too. So even lower income people and, and people with less money, there are times where it does benefit you. Uh, so I don't know that I necessarily agree with number six. And uh, number seven was a good reason, I think too. Like if you uh, are thinking that you may have a big medical expense in the future, right? Because you're allowed to deduct your medical expenses when they are more than seven and a half percent of your total income. Okay. So if you spend seven and a half percent of your income on medical expenses, no write-off. Everything above seven and a half can be deducted. So if you know that you have a large medical bill coming in and you're retired and your income is low, you don't want to take that money out of the IRA and pay the taxes on it because you could take it out tax-free later if you if you play this game properly. So again, if you know you got big medical expenses coming up, Roth conversions may not make as much sense for you. 
And final reason that they said is if you own a business or if you own a farm or if you have a lot of rental properties even in there, I would say. And this is absolutely true because when you retire, those things give those businesses, uh, those properties, those those the farm, all that, there are tons of deductions in there. I mean, I see people with their taxes who have negative income for the year. You didn't think that was possible, right? Yeah, you can have <laughs> negative income. Yeah. And the, the people who have that, that's a tremendous opportunity for Roth conversions because you can convert a lot of money and pay little taxes on it as well. So property owners, business owners, farm owners, those types of people, there's a lot of advantages out there as to why you would do it, but you want to wait till you still retire as well. And year over year, your income's going to fluctuate from those things. So it's something you look at every year and wait for the right opportunities and take advantage of it. So it's not something that you just do once these Roth conversions, it's an ongoing process. But, you know, we'll dive more into that in our follow-up segment. So if you're listening on the radio, we're almost out of time for the Wealth of Ohio show. But for the Wealth of Ohio podcast listeners, whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, we always do a bonus segment just for you guys because we appreciate our dedicated and loyal listeners. But when we get back from break here, we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, so a lot of people are looking at retiring right now. They love their job, but they're worried that their pension or their 401k might suffer while they're waiting to retire. So they're debating, should we retire now? And we're going to dive deeper into that topic when we come back with more of the Wealth of Ohio podcast. But for our Wealth of Ohio show listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can always go to our website, myprismwealth.com, and check out the show. Uh, You can also check out any upcoming events that we have coming up uh, that you're allowed to attend complimentary as well, too. And as always, you can reach us by calling 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. But thanks for tuning into the Wealth of Ohio show. We'll be back with the Wealth of Ohio podcast in just a moment. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Prism Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prism Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio podcast. This is the bonus segment. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And of course, our host is Robert Dodaro of Prison Wealth Management. Robert, a great show today. And in the bonus section, I think we're going to be talking about um, jobs leading up to retirement and how to access those savings, uh, retirement savings a bit, right? Right. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, I, I wanted to talk about this because a lot of people I've met with over the past couple of months, they have their pensions or they have their 401ks and they're not allowed to touch the money right now. They have to wait until they retire to touch the money. Right. And even though they love their jobs, they're happy in their jobs right now. They're worried that if they work as long as they originally planned, that their pension may be reduced. Uh, their 401k could suffer a big loss and they kind of want to start managing it themselves. Uh, Plus, you know, as we talked about in the first segment, this is a big benefit. You know, most companies allow you to roll over your 401k at 59 and a half. If you can do that, right? Like if you can roll it over at 59 and a half, one of the big advantages is, is that you can start doing Roth conversions on that money while you're still working. You'd be like, wait, why, why would I'm working and my tax rates higher? Well, no, actually I have a lot of people I meet with who have pensions and social security that they're eligible for. And when they retire, they're going to be paying the same tax rate as they are right now. Sure. So in a lot of, and in some cases, maybe even a higher rate when they retire. So if that's the case, whatever we can get out now at the lower rate, pay the taxes on and move Roth IRA absolutely makes sense. So even while you're working, you could still be doing those Roth conversions. But I think the reason most people are motivated to start looking at retiring now is because they're worried that they're going to lose their money. Uh, they're worried that their pension may cut benefits moving forward. I mean, really, Realistically, had the uh, had President Biden not passed the stimulus bill that they passed back in twenty early twenty twenty one, most of that money went to to funding pensions who were struggling and and, and trying to avoid declaring bankruptcy or having to violate the agreements uh, with their payees in there as well too. So no, your pension is not guaranteed, you know, in there as well. You can go to your state's pension guarantee board uh, and see the the protections that you have there. But uh, realistically, your pension's not guaranteed forever and ever. And most people don't know that as well, too. So while you're looking at these options, while you're thinking about it, uh, it helps to have a good overview of just, hey, what are my options? So a lot of the people I'm working with right now, we, uh, you know, we, we're working on the plan on our side. But while we're working on the plan on our side, we're having them talk to their bosses like, hey, you know, if I retire, you know, I know I can retire right now. I want to retire. I could take my money and everything else. But you know what? I like working with you guys. I don't want to leave you high and dry, especially during the great resignation and all that stuff as well, too. So, you know, is there a way for me to get out and, you know, maybe be hired back as a contractor or something along those lines, just so I can secure, uh, my, my wealth. Right. I mean, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if you're worried about something bad happening. Uh, this is part of the reason why there's fiduciary obligations out there is that, you know, we have to look out for your best interest. And if you're worried about a collapse, then either one, you need to learn how to manage the money. Okay. And with your 401k, you can actually go in there and manage it. I work with a lot of people and show them how to do a simple monthly review where you spend maybe 30 minutes, an hour, once a month, you know, so I'm not, not asking you to commit, you know, going to the gym three times a week for an hour or anything like that. No, just once a month, spend an hour on it and you'll be amazed at how much you'll learn and how much faster you'll start picking things up. But if you do that diligence, you can maybe mitigate some of your concerns that way, but your pension 
Ah, you don't have control over the pension. You don't have control over how it's invested. You don't have any say over that money. And you really don't know, you know, if you're a state employee with OPRS, STRS, I mean, you know how often they change the rules and change the benefit package on you and everything else like that. So, uh, you know, it, it is one reason why you start evaluating your options earlier. And that's exactly why they had the 59 and a half rule, right, Tony, is that they wanted to make sure that you had enough time to get your money out and build a plan before you retired and not waiting until you retired to start building that plan as well too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's key. And a lot of people, um, don't understand the ins and outs. They maybe don't do all the math and that's where you come in, Robert, as a Mm -hmm. financial services professional, because, uh, like you say, people have a 401k, maybe if they're fortunate, they have a pension, but most of us have 401ks or this lump sum you have to turn it into income in retirement and you have to understand the tax implications of that. Yeah. And so I know a lot of people aren't math people or numbers people out there. I'm very much a numbers geek. Anyone who spends any time (laughs) with me knows that. But, um, you know, in the end, what I stress to people is it's just about being aware of your choices, being aware of your options so you can make the choice that best matches what you're looking for. And part of my job is to help you find those options, but also to help you break them down and digest them in a way that hopefully uh, brings you some form of enlightenment, right? Like, okay, now I understand these choices. And I always love it. You know, a lot of people, when they first start working with me, they're like, Robert, I think I understand about 35% of what you said. Uh, But, you know, give give it a couple years of working with me and all of a sudden they're calling me they're like, Robert, I just did my taxes and I understood what my CPA was saying. And, you know, they're they're so proud of themselves. Like, it's never too late. Like, you can teach an old dog new tricks and all that. You've got to be willing. There's some frustration. There's growing pains with learning anything out there. But when you do it, all of a sudden, you know, people, people wonder, hey, why is it that the rich keep getting richer, right? You know, it's simple. It's because they put in the work to understand what their options are, when it benefits them, how it benefits them. Uh, and realistically, should they do this or are they making a mistake by doing it? And I can tell you this, you know, again, we said average Ohio and save for retirement is about 450,000, uh, in there. Now, that being said, um, you know, if you owed $75,000 in taxes to uncle Sam because of all that, right. Um, you may look at that and say, Oh, I don't want to pay that. All right. How can I get it lower? I guarantee you there's people in the federal government working at the IRS right now that are saying, oh, 75 grand. How can we get that higher without making them mad? Right. You know, in there, that's that's the key. How do we do it without making you mad? And as they say, ignorance is bliss. Most people (laughs) don't don't pay attention to their money. So if you're not paying attention, even when you pay the bill, you don't know who to blame. You're just upset that you had to pay an extra thousand dollars. And oh, well, that's life right? When in reality, you could have, not always, but you could have put a plan in place and maybe saved yourself that $1,000 if you had just spent your money a little bit differently, retired at a different time, taken social security at a different time. There's all these little decisions that add up. And realistically, it's a financial professional's job to help you better understand and quantify those decisions. You know what? Doing it that way is going to cost you a thousand extra dollars. But if we do it this way, it'll save you the thousand dollars. But you might tie up your money a little bit more going this way. 
right? You know, just what are the pluses? What are the minuses? And which ones are more important to you? So we pride ourselves on giving people those options. We want to give you knowledge. We want to give you information. So if you've listened to this show today and you've listened this long, we thank you for your dedication in there. But the big takeaway from Roth conversions is, hey, you know what? In a lot of cases, they make a lot of sense, especially with lower tax rates right now. But it does depend on your circumstances and how your taxes will change when you retire. If you don't know how to figure those things out on your own, uh, then you need help from a financial professional who can help you and possibly a couple financial professionals, just depending on how complicated your situation is. This is why we network with our client CPAs, because, you know, we know that they understand their taxes way better than we ever will. But we also know we understand their money and their retirement plans better than the tax person ever will. So. You want to network. You want to have those people connected. You want to have them engaged. And ultimately, if it's about looking out for your best interest, what sounds more like your best interest? Uh, A bunch of financial professionals working for you without communicating with each other, making decisions that could impact how much money you pay. You know, all right, well, that, that doesn't sound, I mean, it's great. I got financial professionals, but if they're not working together, mistakes can be made that cost me a lot of money. But if they were working together, That sounds more like best interest to me. You know, my professionals working together to make sure and look at all the different aspects that go into my retirement planning. And this is what we try and set up with the clear retirement solution. It's going in and looking at all the key areas of retirement planning, whether it be income, investments, tax efficiency, healthcare, or legacy, and putting a plan in place. Like there's always a lot of gray area when people retire. Like Tony, you know, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think you have every moment of your retirement planned out quite yet. Right. <laughs> right. So, you <laughs> know, and, and most people don't even have a rough idea. Right. Like, well, I think I'll retire at this age, but I don't know if I can afford it. If I have to work longer, I'll work longer if they'll let me. Sure. Right. You know, I mean, that that's most people's thinking when in reality, Robert, what does it look like? You know, I think I'm going to work till I'm 67. Okay. But what if I want to retire at 65? What does that look like? Okay. Well, we can actually quickly show you using all the resources and technology that we have at our disposal as we build someone's clear retirement solution. So, hey, by the way, working till 67, that's going to equal an extra $700 a month in income for the rest of your life if you work those two extra years. Okay. If that's worth it to you, work those two extra years. But you know what? Retiring at 65, you have enough money to meet your goals and live the lifestyle that you want uh, as well too comfortably. What's more important to you, those two years or those $700 a month? Okay, that's that simple, right? So only you can decide. I I can't decide if $700 a month is more important to you or two more years of working is, is, you know, a bigger draw. But I can help put it in terms that, you know, might be easier for you to digest and make a choice that you're more comfortable with and understanding of. And that's really the goal behind everything we do, whether it's this podcast and radio show, whether it's the complimentary workshops that I do that you can always check out on our website, myprismwealth.com. It's why we list all of our shows and podcasts for you where you can go back and listen to any of them anytime you want. If there's a topic we've talked about, there's chances are there's a nugget or two of information that you may find beneficial to you. So we're here as a resource to help you, whether you want us to help you plan, whether you have questions about the topics we've talked about on the show today or anything else, you can always reach out to us 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. 
800-800-0123, especially if you are someone who's thinking about retiring, you know, and wondering if you should or shouldn't. We definitely are in a great position to give you some quality advice as you move in through these decisions. But that's about all the time we have for this week's show, Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. We thank you all for tuning in, whether it was Spotify, you know, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or even Amazon Music. We thank all of you for tuning in, uh, and we look forward to seeing you next week on the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast.